0: It's been one year, Kamna. One I whole can't, year. I cannot believe it. It's been amazing. Honestly, amazing. And I will say thank God for Spotify for podcasters.
1: I know, seriously, right? They made it so
0: easy for us. Spotify has got a platform that lets you make one super easily and then distribute it everywhere and even earn money all in one place. And it's free. It's called Spotify for podcasters. And here's how it works.
1: Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today.
0: And then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. With
1: Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast sub- subscriptions. Say that three times fast, Leah. Yeah,
0: I don't think I could.
1: But best, best of, of all, all, yeah, the, it's free. Like yeah, totally free.
0: Free. I love it. And I'm, well, you do all the work. I've said that many times. So I but I love that they, they are user friendly for me when I do have to tinker with it.
1: Well, I was not a techie person and I figured out how to do this. So I highly recommend anyone can give it a try. Who wants to start a podcast, download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com podcasters to get started. We are so curious about why we are the way we are. Are you? We ask the questions that we all wonder about. What makes us tick? What makes us stuck? What gets in our
0: way? And the biggest question of all is how this is connected to our weight and our health. In the process, we are learning that we are not alone. We make a call to action every week to explore possible solutions, and we ask that you make one also. Join me, Leah, wellness coach.
1: And me, Kamna, health coach, as we ask,
0: wait, wait, what? What?
1: Hi, Leah. Hi, Kamna. I I feel like these weeks are like filled with so much stuff. It feels like I've, it's been forever.
0: I know. I, and the reality is I see you through Zoom at least a couple times a week, but recording, I feel like it's been forever. Forever. You know. You So
1: I love today's topic. When you suggested it, I was like, it's so interesting.
0: I actually went a different way than what I was thought thinking when I talked about it, because we're talking about what are you waiting for?
1: Mm-hmm. And everybody has a different answer to this question. And that part was really interesting to me.
0: And I wish I had more time to list more things I'm waiting for, because I feel like my list could have been pages and pages long. Really? Yeah. Yep.
1: Yeah. Oh, so. I'm, so I'm excited to hear. Yeah. But first, um, how did your call to action go?
0: Okay. So I, that was the other thing I couldn't even remember what it was for a (laughs) while, but then I remembered that it was to avoid excuses and to just say, yeah, this is what's happening and and not, not use it as a crutch per se as like, okay, well, I can't do that because of this, Mm -hmm. like me more. So just state the fact of it than anything else. So I give you an example is I'm working on this trifecta thing in my life that is involving improving my relationship with exercise, because that's like my underlying real call to action is to really work on that. Not weekly, but really that's my goal. And um, the one day I had two out of the three of my exercise goals done, and I was going to do my third. And we had a chicken emergency with my daughter. And I, Uh I mean, it was, it was an emergency and I, and I couldn't get it done. And instead of using that as my excuse, I said it I said, listen, you can't beat yourself up because you didn't get your trifecta done today because something happened. And before right. I would have been like, I know this is not, this sounds like the exact same thing. I realize this as I say it out loud, but to me, it was different. Well, you didn't do it because of the chicken. And that's not what happened. What happened was I had an emergency that happened and I didn't get it done. But it, I, again, I know this sounds like it's the same thing, but it's it doesn't all the way up to me. Oh, okay, good. It's all in the way I'm wording it to myself. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't an excuse. It was really what happened. And it was like I don't know. I don't know how else to explain it except in it my might, head. It yeah, might be ahead. the
1: same words, but I think one has a more compassionate tone. Maybe one yeah. one is like a shame tone.
0: Mm, okay.
1: Like, you loser. Why can't you yeah. do it? It doesn't matter what's right. happening in your life. And the other one is like, look. This is an out of an ordinary situation. Mm-hmm. Let's just move on. We'll do it tomorrow.
0: Yeah. So anyway, so that was just one example of the excuses I'm trying really hard to avoid. And I think it's working.
1: You I were going to do some investigating into what excuses you make. Did you oh. do that?
0: Um. I think a lot of it, I make excuses of weather, the weather. Mm -hmm. i make a lot of excuses of um i don't have the food to eat in the house oh so i must i have to eat like crap because i don't have food in the house yeah so things like that maybe okay i don't know but i i guess i really didn't do a good deep 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 dive into that so i'll have to think about that some more okay that's fair
1: you did the first step, which was just to yeah s- to give yourself or, more. Compassion. You know what? Let's
0: let's spin it. Maybe I didn't do a deep dive because I was so busy avoiding excuses that I didn't have any to write down. Oh, lovely! That's a better way to re- to word it. Let's wrap yeah. that all up that way. <laughs> I didn't have any this week.
1: I like it though.
0: So, all right, tell us about you.
1: Uh, mine was really interesting. So, mine was to not track or uh, calories or food, or even to write it down just to eat when I was hungry and to eat good quality food. And the first we've, we've not recorded, I feel like for a while, but it seemed like the first five, six, seven days, um, I was doing great with this and I was really listening to my body and it was eating actual food and not snacks. And I didn't shame myself for my portions or Oh, geez, you put a whole avocado in your salad. I didn't do any of that. I was just like, does this taste good to me? Yes, so I'm going to slow down and enjoy it. That first week, I lost two pounds. And that was shocking in itself to me because I'm a person who gets really stuck with my weight. No matter what I do, it feels like no matter what I do. So for me to have like seen a dip in the scale, I realized that there's something to this intuitive eating.
0: Do you think it's the, there's no stress. So then your science behind that is your cortisol down. Do you think it's, you're really not hungry? Like, what do you think it is?
1: I think it was just really listening to my body because sometimes I feel hungry. And instead of actually eating food, I end up eating snacks. And because mm. the snacks are not satisfying, then I eat, end up eating more snacks. So if I just listen and say, okay, you're hungry, let's go eat some actual food. Actual
0: food. I think so many people relate to that. Yeah. Like you're hungry and you just eat a whole bunch of snacks.
1: Like if you're driving home from work, that's the key time I think for a lot of people between that 3 to 6 o'clock time mm-hmm. where you're hungry and instead of just sitting down and eating dinner, you're like, well, it's not time for dinner. Well, I yeah. I I need to make dinner or whatever those excuses are. Mm-hmm. So then you end up eating garbage because your body's like please feed me please feed me yes there was also something interesting that happened that that first five days is we went out for ice cream and I was like okay this is going to be an interesting experiment for me because ice cream you know you're like it's milk and sugar and full fat and everything and at first I was going to order a kitty scoop and I was like no that's not really what I want I want like a small scoop you know there's there's a difference yeah. between a kitty and oh a yeah so then I, and then I was I had a lot of negotiation happening in my head so I really want some nuts in it and I really want some sauce on it and so I made myself like a mini Sunday without the other stuff I don't like whipped cream and cherries and whatever so I ate it and then about halfway through we were sitting in the car for a few minutes and then my husband's like I'm gonna take this home and eat the rest tomorrow And then for a second, I was like, should I save mine and eat mine tomorrow? But I'm like, I pause and I'm like, am I satisfied? Can I finish this whole thing? I had a little conversation in my head. And then I finished it very slowly. And I felt fine. I didn't feel good good. for you. I did it. But this conversation that's happening in my brain, it was really powerful in a way. And I think the the point for me of this whole long story is that I wasn't depriving myself. I didn't mm-hmm. say you cannot have ice cream. You cannot have the thing you really want. So then I was completely satisfied.
0: Completely. You know what else you didn't say is gosh, my husband's putting it away. I should too. You didn't should on yourself. You just no. was like, do I want to eat this whole thing or not? Period. Yeah. Like That's so, I was going to ask if the converse, because this, that was like the second example you said of these conversations going on. Is it annoying or do you find value in it that it oversteps the annoying part?
1: Do you mean the things that
0: I'm thinking about? That or like maybe some people are listening going, God, I feel like if I had to do this all the time, it would just take up so much time and be annoying.
1: I thought it would be difficult in the beginning not to track my food because I'm a food tracker yeah I I need to know what I'm eating but I it was so the past after the first couple of days it was so freeing okay I I, I don't know why so if we're eating for nutrition because that's what food is supposed to be right and also pleasure we've defined that in past episodes pleasure and fuel Mm -hmm. why am I treating it like a punishment or a reward so okay. for me, when that flip, light switch flipped, I was like, okay, I'm hungry. I'm going to eat. There, there was a hiccup a couple of times in that. Uh, I'm sorry I'm spending too much time on this, but I had so many. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. But, but there was a couple of hiccups when we were, we went away for a few days. And the first day I ended up eating a bunch of bread because I'm like, I'm on vacation. Mm-hmm. And. I felt gross. I felt so uneasy. I had so much heartburn. So you I... weren't
0: hungry when you ate the bread. You ate no, because We no, 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 were was on part vacation. Our, it was part of our meal.
1: Like everybody had oh, okay. cooked and we had food there. Okay. And it tasted so good. So I just kept eating it. But I wasn't paying attention. I was just eating. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: And then I was like, I don't feel good. This uh, Tomorrow has to be different. So I slowed down. I was more mindful of what I was eating. And then I felt better. I just felt better. So good for you. I, I mean, I'm kind of glad I had that moment to realize that. Yeah, it's not going to be perfect. Yeah. But I'm trying.
0: I think that's all we can all do is try. And I think mm-hmm. what I heard what I heard in your, you know, everything you were saying is that really for you, you're at the point now where stopping and having this conversation with yourself is a form of tracking, yes. a different form. Oh my god! And while so some brilliant. people are like dedicated trackers and they're like, I always have to track, that's, you're doing it different. You're just tracking it and going, how does my body feel right now? And do I really want this? Do I not want it? For you, that's probably easier than some of us just putting in ice cream sundae with nuts, boom, move on. Mm-hmm. But it's just a different form of tracking.
1: You're right. I didn't even give it any thought like that but that makes so much sense to me
0: because really when you do intuitive eat you're paying attention right. and when you track you're paying attention so you're paying attention either way it's just one is a written or technology based and one is all deeper level like am I, is that does this make sense
1: it makes sense to me okay. is that yeah i'm i'm still keep kind of keeping in mind but i'm tracking different things which is how do i feel and what do i want right. and what fuel do i need Right.
0: You're tracking a, just in yes. a different way. Yes. Oh, that's yeah. so
1: good. I like it. I'm going to continue so we, it, by the way.
0: Okay, good. I'm I'm excited. I want to see how much more mm-hmm. weight you lose, I guess. Right? I would love that.
1: I know. Right. <laughs> As a little side effect, that would be great. Yeah,
0: right? So you're waiting to lose weight. We all are trying yes. to do that,
1: right? I, I am waiting for that.
0: Mm-hmm. All right, so I want to start with that. What are you waiting for?
1: Um, I'm waiting for my house to be clean. I'm mm-hmm. waiting for things to get organized in my brain and in my life. I'm waiting for time. I'm, I mean, just waiting for a lot of things. Waiting not to worry.
0: Oh, waiting not to do something too.
1: Yeah, waiting to okay. be
0: financially
1: sound waiting for my business to take off, waiting Mm -hmm. for
0: inspiration. I mean, the list is so long. How about you? Yes. Uh, so I made a whole list of mine as well. Well, first one is school to start. I'm just waiting for school to start. Like can't wait for that to happen. Um,
1: what is exciting about school to start?
0: Nothing. It's just relief. Nothing is exciting. I envy families that their kids can't wait and they're excited. I just envy those people that have, they can't, their kids can't wait. My whole family dreads it. My husband, the teacher, he dreads it. Both kids dread it. I am the only one that is excited about going back to school, but waiting for the relief that it's already Mm. started and we're involved. Okay. I'm waiting for Mondays, waiting for payday, waiting for after the holiday, waiting for, um, when I feel better or waiting for after my headache goes away or waiting for after I heal, if I have ever had an injury. Waiting for after summer, after Labor Day, after my birthday, after New Year's, after I get motivation, after I get inspiration, after I get an apology. Oh, or after I'm perfect at something. I'm waiting for it to be perfect and then I can move on. Does that do those waiting for the
1: right time?
0: Yep. Just waiting, waiting. There's always something that I'm like, I'm waiting for this or I'm waiting for that or I'm waiting for the weather to get better.
1: You had said something to me when you brought this topic up and I was like, oh, that's an interesting way to look at it. You're like, what are you waiting for coffee? How long would you wait for coffee? Or, you know, if you're ordering food, how long do you wait in a line? Or if, mm-hmm. like there's a really famous restaurant and you're like, it's going to be an hour wait. Do you wait?
0: Yep. Wait, 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 wait. We're always waiting for something. So I think.
1: we were driving home yesterday and I'm like, I really need a coffee. Can you pull over into the Starbucks? And the line was wrapped around the building. I'm like, I'm not waiting for this. I don't need the coffee. But So then they are like, why don't you just go inside and order it? So inside there was like three people. I'm like, I can wait for
0: this. It's only three people. Ooh, interesting way we look at things, right? Mm-hmm. It's so true though. There's like, we have these unspoken rules in our head, like what we will wait for and what we won't wait for. Yeah. But so I feel we- like when it comes to our own health and wellness, we will wait and wait and wait and never actually start something.
1: Why do you think that is? Just um, before we dig into anything, what do you think? What's your theory?
0: Um, Because we're scared. Oh. And I think is- we're scared that we'll have to change, but mm-hmm. we don't want to change, but we know in order for something to happen, we have to change or there's fear that we're going to fail. Right. So right. I think that's a big that- one. Those two things combined together really is, is an awful place to be. Mm-hmm. And we're afraid of both of them, let alone one of them. Right. Do, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I think that's why we're constantly waiting.
1: That's that's a really good point. Fear, lack of perfection. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. I
0: mean, and, I, sounds- and I and I thought about this podcast as a perfect example because when if when you and I first met about it in a Panera Mm -hmm. we were talking about it and we could have been just waiting forever to start Mm -hmm. it really realistically we could have and then I think one of us finally just said let's just record one episode and see what happens we could have met because I know the two of us we could have literally had notebooks full of ideas and logistics over and over and over but we just said let's just stop waiting to start and just record one
1: Right. Right. Right? And I even remember the first time we talked about it and we were somewhere and you said somebody suggested that you and I make a podcast. And I was like, so excited by that. I was like, I don't know anything about podcasts, but I'm going to figure this out and let's do it.
0: Let's just do it. Right. Let's
1: do it. There was no waiting. And and the universe is like, well, here's the answer for this. And here Mm -hmm. has how you do
0: this. And and we could have waited. We really could have, but we, we, at that time, I don't know exactly what it was that we just decided to go for it. And I think that's what I need to hold on to is that I've done it once.
1: Well, the interesting thing about that is when I had doubt, you're like, no, we got this. And when you had doubt, I was like, no, let's do this. Let's figure this out. And maybe that's the key when you're really struggling is to have good support system oh. you know because then you can push each other when if you have doubt about anything come on let's go let's take yeah. a walk or
0: yeah because waiting is really really something that's just going to keep you stuck in a place you don't want to be
1: right and then you perpetuate the cycle of being disappointed in yourself hmm yeah You're like, I didn't do it today. I'm a failure. I can't, I'm just not good at it. I'm not going to be successful.
0: Yeah. I found this quote by this. I don't know who the guy is. Napoleon Hill. Do you know who that name is? No. I should have probably researched his name before I share this quote, but his quote is don't wait. The time will never be just right. Start where you stand and work whatever tools you may have at your command. Better tools will follow along the way. Yes. And I love that because I think another thing we're always waiting for is the right tools. Right. The right the right equipment, the right thing, the right whatever. And what let's start with where we are now and then move more. The tools are gonna come. We just have to right. start with what we have right at this moment.
1: Yeah. It's that initial inertia that you just mm-hmm. want to just sit and not do anything. Because mm-hmm. that's the easier choice or the most um, predictable choice, you know,
0: I'll give you another example is like, we were, my husband and I were constantly talking about organizing our basement. And we kept saying, once we get extra money, we'll go buy shelves and we'll go buy bins and we'll go buy all the stuff to organize. Right. That's one of those things that we're constantly waiting to start organizing until we have the right stuff. And I just, one day was like, no, this can't, we can't keep waiting for this. Let's just start with what we have and where we have the things and I think this waiting for thing applies for every single thing if you want to start Zumba but you don't have the money to do a class start with what you do know about Zumba in your living room mm-hmm. you know what I mean like go to yeah. YouTube and put something on if you want to start eating healthy but you can't afford to go to the grocery store today how about start with what you do have in your house that's healthy today does that Absolutely. make sense yes
1: yes Yes, it's not going to be perfect. We just have to do what we can. Right. By the way, when you were talking, you gave me an idea for my call to action. Oh.
0: Yeah, it happens every time. I switched it. Okay. All right. So I have a a list of things that we need to realize. And you have a list too. What do you have?
1: I have a list of um, when you were trying to get out of the inertia, things you can do. Um, It's from wikihow.com. And it said, if you like, have want to have a goal, start small, commit to what you can do right now, and then define those goals so they're very clear. Because if you can't say what your goal is, like, I just want to be in better shape. That's not a clear goal. What does that mean? Like,
0: so part of get so let me let me back up. So, part of getting out of this waiting cycle is to really define what we are waiting for and go deeper with the steps. Yes. Like if I'm waiting for motivation to lose weight, let's go deeper than that. Right. Yes.
1: So let's just take this example. I think it's a great one. If you're waiting to lose weight, what is your goal? Specifically,
0: specifically the goal would be to, um, eat more whole foods and move my body some more.
1: So your goal is to have a better diet and Mm -hmm. more activity, Yes. right? Right. So then you take your goal and make sure it's achievable. Is that possible for you? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then the next thing is to ensure that your goal is results focused. So how are you going to measure that you've eaten more clean foods and moved your body more?
0: Well, for me, I like seeing it in an app form. I like seeing the fiber. I like seeing my protein. So that's how I want to measure it mm-hmm. to see if I'm hitting those markers. Um, activity would be my sheet that I'm coloring in and doing that. That's how I would see both of those things.
1: Okay. So you have actual physical ways to measure yep. what you're doing. Yep. Um, the next is to give yourself a time limit. So at what point do you want to be Pretty much in a routine with eating clean and activity.
0: By September 1st.
1: Wow, that's really soon.
0: Yeah, but it's, what's today's date? August I've been working on it. So it's really just, you know, 14 more days.
1: You think that's manageable
0: for you? Well, I don't know if it's going to be a routine, but I would like to keep it up for that long to see if by September 1st I can look and say, what can of, do I need to tweak? Okay.
1: All right. And then to act on your goals. So you have those goals and you kind of gave specific uh, examples of eating more whole foods and, mm-hmm. and do you have more things that you could put on that list? Like your grocery shopping or your yeah meal planning or meal prepping? Do you have ideas for how that's going to happen?
0: No, I probably need to do more work on that part.
1: Yeah. I think that execution is sometimes where we get stuck. Yeah. Um, And then it said there are a couple more is praise yourself when you follow through. Okay. And then don't be afraid to up the ante. So if you're eating clean four days of the week, can you make it five maybe?
0: Yep. I like that.
1: And then give yourself a reward of some sort. Hmm
0: okay so if know. we're talk- sorry i'm ahead. bad on reward
1: no it That's could okay. be like i'm gonna take myself out to the movies or okay uh i'm going to go buy myself this dress that i've been eyeing or give myself a facial or you know whatever that right. looks like to you right i did it look at me here's the exclamation on the end of the sentence
0: yeah okay what were you gonna say
1: No, I I just think that, you know, we have goals that we want. We want to do better. We want to do better for ourselves, for our health. I know I should eat more vegetables. I know I should eat more fruit. I know I shouldn't eat late at night. I know like we have all said this stuff, Mm -hmm. but we have to make it actionable. So if we're waiting for something to give us inspiration, then we're just going to be waiting forever.
0: Waiting forever, right? Yeah. So like it has to be actionable for us. That's a great way of thinking about it. Like what, and I, and I think anybody who's listening should really go through and make a list of things you say that you're waiting for. Like I'm waiting for this, whatever the excuses that we're saying is, and really good look at that and make that list. Cause it's ridiculous sometimes. Yes, it really is. It's, it's like, wait a minute, I'm waiting to lose weight until after my life settles down. Why does that, when you really sit down and make a list, that's ridiculous. Yeah. It it truly is. It's like, wait, why am I waiting till after Labor Day to start eating healthy? Yeah. Why am I waiting until January right now to take care of my health when it's, I still got four good months. Like, yeah. you have to stop saying, I'm just going to wait until this happens, or I'm going to wait until for the reality is everybody, you can keep waiting and waiting and waiting, but you're still going to be married to the same person. You're still (laughs) going to have the same kids. You're still most likely going to have the same job. That yeah. stuff doesn't change. Right. You know? Yes. And I know somebody
1: close to me who says they cannot make a doctor's appointment because they're waiting for the right time. Waiting until after these meetings are done or until after this life event happens. And then they will make the doctor's appointment. But, you mm-hmm. know, it takes like three months to get a doctor's appointment. Oh, yes. So, are you really waiting for that? hmm Are you? i
0: I made a list of things that I'm waiting, that I've heard waiting for doctor's appointments is on there. So I was making a therapy session. Oh yeah. I'm going to see a therapist as soon as things get better. What does that make any sense? Or I'm going to see a therapist when whatever, right? That's another one.
1: Wait, but Uh, before you move on, I wanted to say the doctor and the therapist thing. I think the reason why in general, what I believe is why people wait is because they are afraid.
0: Oh, that's definitely why. Right? Yep.
1: Like you don't want to go to the doctor because you don't know what they're going to say. Mm -hmm. Or maybe they'll tell you to lose weight or exercise or whatever. Yes.
0: That's the other part of it. What they're going to tell you is going to make you change something and you don't want to change something.
1: So you're afraid of that. Or same thing with a therapist is like, it's hard to do that work of doing a deep dive into your psyche and why Mm -hmm. you are the way you are. It's scary.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, scary. Okay, sorry. Scary is a big thing. Yeah, uh, I don't even What's... remember. Now. Oh, a couple, a, th- a couple other things were the organizing, which I said, things that we wait for is to organize. Mm-hmm. Um, starting weight loss, exercising, taking a class of some sort. Yes. Like sometimes that's something we push off a lot too. Remodel your house, repaint your house. Like, I can't tell you these steps that are like are literally right here. The reason they aren't finished is because we are waiting to finish them when we can open the windows Mm -hmm. so that it didn't smell like stain and all of that. Well, guess what? It's already August. They're not done. Guess gonna wait another year because we're not gonna like it's just like there's always something. Do you know what I mean? Yes. We have to just I'm just so curious.
1: Why do you think we make excuses for not doing what we want to do?
0: again i think it basically is all fear or scared based
1: fear right fatigue maybe maybe um you know like when you come home from work and you're like i know i should work out but you're tired and you're hungry and your brain's like wiped and your body's wiped yeah. you don't have the energy to do it so it's it's a lot of inertia in a way like so i'll do it think, tomorrow maybe
0: i'll add that tired to there But really, if we think about being tired too much, if we just start moving, we get out of that. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yes. I mean, obviously there's a difference to that. Like if it's eight o'clock at night, no, just go to bed. But if you get home at four and you just want to sit down and relax, but then you fall asleep for three hours, sometimes we have to realize that just moving our body is going to give you that momentum we need. Yes. Yes. But you're right. That's one of them. Well, but, it's
1: right. definitely taking the first step to getting up off the sofa and going, yep. doing what do you need to do?
0: Yep. All right. So here's the things that I wrote down that we need to realize in order to stop this waiting cycle. The first one is there will never be a perfect time because you're never going to be totally ready. Yes. Right. Yes, absolutely.
1: Okay.
0: Number two, this one's very interesting. Your objective is to build a raft not an extravagant boat. Yes. And I read this whole cool story about this two men stranded. It's a, I think it's fake two men stranded on an Island. And the one said, we're going to get off this. And he made this tiny little raft with whatever he found. And the other guy was like, I am not sailing on that raft. I'm you go ahead. I'm going to make mine. And he made his initial boat. And it took a year. And then he decided he wanted to put seats in it instead of just sitting on the bottom of his raft. So then he took him another whole year to find the materials to make the seat. And by the time the other guy came back around, he had all these different pins and ribbons sailing all over the world. And this guy was still here. Like, and I loved the analogy of like, I only need a raft. I don't Mm -hmm. need a yacht today. I just need a raft. Start with what we have, right? Yes.
1: And start small.
0: Yeah. That's right?
1: the key of your story. Is like you're waiting for something to be grand and and perfect and but yep. just start small.
0: Yep. Yep. You want to
1: start a workout program, maybe just walk like you've said before,
0: walk to your mailbox. I think that's a, another great example is like you you want to have these huge muscles. That this I'm gonna call myself out. I wanna have these nice arm muscles to start with my three pounds and stop being a baby about it. Right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Anyway, that was number two. Number three is your growth zone will always begin at the edge of edge of your comfort zone.
1: Yes, I believe that. I think not to a place of being tortured, but when you start getting uncomfortable, I think is when change starts happening. Mm -hmm. Like when you're working out, you're like, gosh, this is really hard. And you get over that hump. You're like, man, I did that. Yep, I did that.
0: Or, I think or, I, I need to use the word and this, sorry, but I think whenever I say this sucks, I need to realize that that's out of my comfort zone. Mm-hmm. All right. You ready for number four? Yes. You ready for number four. It will never be easy, but it will be worth it.
1: Yes. That's a thinker, okay? but it will never be easy, but it will be worth it.
0: And maybe we don't say never be easy.
1: Oh yeah. True.
0: But somewhere along those lines, like maybe it really just won't ever always be super, super easy. Mm -hmm. Okay. Number five, the riskiest thing you can do in life is to never take a risk.
1: Mm. That's a hard one though, because if your personality or your life has taught you, just, just calm down. Just don't do that. To create new pathways in your brain to say, it's okay if you, if you walk over there or we were taking a hike on this, it's called the Outer Rim. Uh, so it's an elevated t- trail. And one lady went and stood, not real close to the edge, but she was kind of like she wanted someone to take her picture there. And then three or four of the people in the group were like, move away from there. Don't go there. It's too frisky. I don't know if you can change that inherent part of you that's the risk interesting
0: adverse. baby. Maybe. But maybe you take different forms of risk. What do you mean? Like, maybe like I'm not a risk taker to go on a roller coaster, but maybe for me, a risk would be something like maybe they're just a different level of risks.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fair. We go back to starting small.
0: Like, for example, some people would be like, I don't mind taking a new exercise class. That's like nothing for me. So mm-hmm. that's not a risk to them. But to me. Right. That could be a risk.
1: True. Very true.
0: So maybe it's just all like personal. Like what is considered a risk to you? To me? Yeah.
1: Um, I, I, I do better when I'm alone. So I think an exercise class for me would be a little intimidating, especially if I'm standing in someone's spot or I use someone's equipment by mistake or mm-hmm. I've gotten yelled at in class. Like, that's my mat. I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't know.
0: People are so, rude, aren't they?
1: Jeez. Well, that makes me just happy to work out
0: alone. Yeah. So, but I think I think you're right on with that one. But I think maybe it's something that we all just need to figure out, like what a risk is personally. Right. Right. Like not everybody's going to quit their job and take start something new. That's too risky. But for somebody else, it might be. I'm going to open my own Etsy shop or do a craft oh. show and sell something at a craft. Sh-. Like maybe your level of risk isn't so dramatic but maybe it could be a little bit smaller and i also think while
1: you were talking i was realizing that i'm risk adverse in some scenarios and in others i don't think i just do
0: yeah i think we're all maybe a little bit like that
1: yeah because sometimes it's easier to take that risk and you're like what's the big deal right And other times you're like terrified yes you're like no i'm not doing that i'm not going there
0: yeah okay the last one i have is um and i like this thought is happen gradually and then all at once
1: it happens gradually then all at once what what now and i like
0: this is what i like about this quote is because i think what happens is good things start happening gradually and then your mind shifts it's going back to um so for our call to action sessions you gave us all um homework i guess you could say to find a heart in nature Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And once you found one, you were like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I never saw some of these before. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that good things happen gradually and then all at once is a perfect example of that.
1: Yeah. That example, that homework assignment was inspired by a podcast with Dr. Mark Hyman and Mel Robbins. And the point of that is to lead your mind in a direction. So if you're looking for a heart in nature, or a white car on the road, or whatever it is, you can retrain your brain to move in a certain direction. You can retrain your brain to believe that you can do good things. Or mm-hmm. you, can re- you can retrain your brain to think I'm going to be a failure for the rest of my life. Yep. So whatever you put in front of you is the direction you're going to walk.
0: Mm-hmm. And that's what I think that quote means is like, As long as I'm seeing good things everywhere and good things happening, you're just going to be like, oh my gosh, this is great. This is happening. And this is happening. And I think that's where we all need to be when it comes to this waiting spot. Yeah. It's like, stop waiting for it. Let's find the good and make the good happen because then more good's going to come.
1: Right. Does that make sense? Yes. We have to retrain our brain to believe that we can do it. Mm -hmm. We are able to do something different, to move forward to be successful, even if it's, oh, I walked to the mailbox, maybe that's a success. Or, you know, I went, went out and bought a coffee at Starbucks. Maybe that's a success. Maybe a meal plan today. Maybe that's your success. Mm -hmm. If you're waiting for some sign from the heavens, Mm -hmm. I I think we're just going to keep waiting and waiting. And then our whole life goes by while
0: we're waiting. Yes. So waiting is just that place that we just need to kind of realize a whole bunch of different things about it. Yeah, I think
1: there was one thing on my list that I thought I think it's important to mention is it's a pay attention to the myths you tell yourself. And I think that's tied to this concept we're just talking about. What do you mean? If you you tell yourself, I'm not a good exerciser, I can't lift weights. That's what it will be true. Because it's a myth you tell yourself that has become reality. I like
0: this. Pay attention to the myths you tell yourself. Yes. Very interesting. I'm writing it down, so I'm sorry I'm not talking right now because I need to think about the myths I tell myself.
1: So tell me about your call to action this week. So
0: my call to action this week is I've been working on this um, trifecta, this 777 thing. And I made this fun little graphic up in this little chart and I each seven on my chart is broken into 10 segments and I color them in. If I hit my three activities, activity goals, whatever you want to call it. And really what they are is a walk of some sort, any sort, meaning, um, around my whole block or on my little stepper thing that I have just any walk. I don't have it set as like a mile or a half a mile or a minute, whatever, just a walk. um, Five-minute arm exercises of any sort with weights, without weights, maybe just working on push-ups or something, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then um, 10 minutes of stretching my body. Wow. Yeah. That's fantastic. So really, it's 15 minutes or more of exercise. And I really think it's helping improve my my mindset on activity.
1: How do you think it's helping you?
0: One, because I don't feel like I'm putting this pressure on. I have to do a 30 minute or an hour of exercise Mm -hmm. in order for it to count. I have broke it out into five minutes of exercise with my arms. And by the way, sometimes I do seven minutes because I'm like, oh, I can't find a five minute one that I want to do. So I'll do seven. So I'm getting that part there. And it's working on strength, which I know as we get older, we really need to work on strength exercises anyway. But I am not the kind of person that's going to jump in and a 30-minute strength exercise and expect that to be a routine. I could do it for like a week and then I'll give up. But mm-hmm. if I can start enjoying it and liking it enough to do five minutes a day, I think that's a great foundation to build on. My second one of the stretching is I actually like the way I feel when I stretch. Mm-hmm. It's kind of meditation, but I yes. don't like calling it meditation because I feel like I'm all like hippity-dippity with meditation so I don't yeah. call it that sorry I hope that doesn't offend anybody but that's just my thing and then the walking is something that I, I feel like I need to do anyway
1: I I the thing I like about what you're saying is you've been struggling with this activity piece you've been trying mm-hmm. to change your mindset around it and you're waiting for inspiration but you said let me just make small little goals for myself mm-hmm. that are very measurable that are very doable for me and really, really specific, mm-hmm. so that you can move forward with this. And maybe you're still waiting for inspiration to run that marathon. But right now, this is what you're doing.
0: Yes. And I am waiting for motivation to like actually want to do an hour straight of extra, uh, any type of exercise. I'm just not there. Yeah, that's fine, though. Right. You're starting small. Yeah. Yep. So anyway, so I want to continue that. I'm really doing good with it. And I'm hoping that for seven days, I can keep it going i like it a lot yeah so what about you mine's a
1: two-parter but they're totally different things okay so and before we started i decided i was gonna do i was away for four or five days so i was gonna try to get back on track and not wait for oh i'll do it tomorrow Mm -hmm. Uh, i was gonna just get back on track in terms of uh eating a salad and drinking my water and the water was fine anyway but um Going back to no gluten because I felt better, not eating it. So just getting back on track. But then when we were talking, I have like a a, a one off goal, I guess, a one time thing that I have been waiting for the right time for this thing to happen. It's such a small, ridiculous thing. I want to rotate this desk
0: <laughs> in your bedroom, so, where, yes. where you are right now. I mean, yes, yes. In your I office,
1: wanna, and I want to rotate the desk. So the light hits my face rather than my back.
0: Okay. But I also
1: want to put up the sign that I, we got. Yes. Um, I want to put it up on the wall. So all of these things can't happen until I rotate this desk. So I'm waiting for my husband to help me. So maybe I'll just do it slowly by myself.
0: Oh my God. That is another perfect example of things we wait for. I'm going to wait for my husband to help me. I'm going to wait for my kids to come over and help me do this. I'm going to wait for
1: oh yes yeah I don't want to I mean he's busy it's not his fault if I asked him he would help me yeah but I just need to start I can move it slowly by myself you know yeah you could do it
0: you can move your desk by yourself is it that heavy what's the it's a little heavy
1: but I'll empty everything yeah and then I'll it'll make me reorganize it
0: which I'm waiting to do anyway yeah so all good things it's a great that was a great reminder to everybody on how we have all of these what these waiting things you know yeah mm-hmm. I I really kind of hope my husband listens to this one because he's constantly like I'm just gonna wait for school to start or I'm just gonna wait to figure out if I need all that stuff and then throw it away yeah like, it's a good one it's just so, all right I think well, we got means- our work cut out for us this week I'm I'm excited about this so, all right, we'll see you next week. See ya. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening today. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and give us a five-star rating. Or you can share the podcast with your friends and tag us. On Insta, you can find us at Health Coach Kamna and WW Chick Leah.
1: Or on Facebook, you can find us at Leah's. WW and Health Coach Conna.